Hello and welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I'm not a doctor and I don't give medical advice. I do share my personal experiences, tips, tricks, and life hacks of dealing with chronic illness, disability, and pain. If you listened to the second uh, (laughs) Fabulous Friday podcast, you can hear that I was struggling. And yep, life has gotten so, so very good at lobbying heavy our way. And I wanted to correct that because I, I, like I said, my goal is to focus on positive. I'm not going to be positive all the time, but um, definitely struggled last week to figure out um, the, what was fabulous. And there is a lot of fabulous, but how do I keep track of it? There was a TikTok person that I watched and I'm so sorry, I don't have the reference. I'll try to find it. Um, She and her significant other decided to look through the day, throughout the day for their favorite part of the day and send each other pictures. So at the end of the day, even if they had a lot of junk to dump on their significant other about work and stuff, they could refer back to the picture. Um, I guess I'm not very good at that. And um, I also, I'm not, great at journaling, but I think I have a workaround and I do have an Apple watch. And the reason for that is it's my, I've fallen and I can't get up. It does have cellular service and, um, it gives my husband great peace of mind that if I forget my phone, um, he can still contact me. I can still contact him and it works for us. But since it's a phone, I can be, uh, Inspector Gadget or Dick Tracy, if you know that reference. Um, I don't know if Dora the Explorer ever talked into her watch. She might have. But I can use my watch to talk into, to take a note, to send a text, to send an email to myself, if that's the case. And when there is something that I am thankful for, I need to use that immediately. And then in the evening, excuse me, before going to bed, I can look through that and write in a journal. And I think that's what's going to be helping me um, remember the positive and then focus on the positive when I need to. Some people keep a prayer journal. um, So, and having a prayer journal, they usually pray in the same spot and it's very handy. It's, It's a set aside part of the day. And sometimes going back into that prayer journal to see how those prayers were answered um, can be very moving and um, encouraging. So if that's something that interests you, I know there's lots of people who do that as well. Some people have a thankfulness jar and every day they write on a scrap of paper something that they're thankful for and then have a tradition at some point during the year whether it's Thanksgiving or a birthday or whatever, they read through those things. And so if if that's something that sounds good to you, I'm just throwing out all these ideas of ways I know people uh, focus on the positive. And I hope something works for you because I'm definitely looking for the thing that helps me. In the broader scope of how I manage 
um, maybe the negativity and try to focus on the positive is I have stopped in general consuming a ton of news and I do not watch horror films and I know that there are a lot of things wrong and that there are things that I just can't really abide by in our society. But I also know that the best way for me to affect change is to focus on my microcosm. I can't look at the world picture. I'm not going to ignore that it exists. And if there's an opportunity for me to be um, of positive, you know, influence effect in the grander scheme, great. Uh, But I have to start and usually stay in my cosmosphere of my family and pretty much my immediate family um, that, that we can talk to each other and we can support each other and we can be positive. We can weather the storms, the negative, the, the life events and the, the crazy, the crazy chaos that's happening. Um, and it, it, that's what I need to do. I just need to make sure that I'm a good human, that I'm, um, uh, surrounding myself with other good humans and not to make a snow globe and shake it and be blinded to the other things. Um, but to keep my sanity and my spoons. And then, like I said, when the time arises and an opportunity presents itself, I can go outside that circle with support and do something um, that's going to affect change or at least help somebody else that's in a very negative spot get to a more positive place. For me, I also need to have a checklist. I kind of have one mentally, but I need to formalize this. And that's things like going outside, changing my scenery, um, watching a comedian uh, do a special, or get on YouTubes and watch just adorable animal videos. Projects can also be a very good a distraction to some heavy sadness and negativity. Um, It could be a craft project. It could be a writing project, uh, art, you know, I don't know what your thing is. Uh, Maybe teaching the dog a new trick. Um, Mine are pretty old. I could try the theory that you can't teach them new tricks, but I don't believe that. So <laughs> I probably can teach my, my dogs new tricks. So uh, that's another thing. And I, I definitely can't forget music because music is so important to me. Um, I just, you know, I hope I can go see some more concerts in the near future. This month, yes, Indigo Girls and the Symphony are going to be playing together. So that's going to be amazing. Um, A lot of people say add water and taking a shower, taking an Epsom salt bath um, and and play your favorite 
karaoke tunes and just belt it out in the shower. If that's an option for you, fantastic. Uh, that is a much more planned activity for me, having a port. But uh, if you have the ability and it makes you happy, take as many showers as you want and play whatever music you want. And if you really want a challenge that will maybe not be happy at the time, but will pay off big dividends, wash your puppy. Don't wash the cat. That will never pay off dividends. It That is a chore. And if that makes you happy, um, maybe by k- taking a video and putting it up online and making it go viral when the kitty cat just smacks you, that's cool. You can do that. I'd watch that. You may not be in the mood, but another suggestion might be to play a game, either online or if you have someone in your home that would play a game. If they've been asking, maybe you should say yes. Um, Recently, my husband shared that he'll be campaigning D&D and I said, well, when you do that, and he was he was lamenting a bit because it's going to be down the road quite a ways. I said, well, when you get to that campaign and the other DMs take their turn, I will play. I said that for the first time in 30 years. Um, guess what we're doing in two days? Yeah, the campaign is going to start. So uh, that was instant happy for him. And making him that happy that's that's definitely a bonus for me. And I'm been obviously um, very hesitant and not committed. I've never played a single character. And while I can talk the talk and probably walk the walk and step in and do things like that, um, I guess I, I just had this thing about I, I wear a mask on a daily. I didn't want to do D&D to be somebody else, um, since I already feel like I do that. But then again, if I'm focusing on positive, this is a realm that is all created in our minds and it's not the real world. And so let's go, let's make this other character. They don't even have to be human. They don't have to be good. They can, they don't, they're, I don't have to be my lawful paladin self. I can be evil neutral, chaotic evil. You don't know what I'm going to do. There's all those types of possibilities. And if I wanted to, I can use that to, as a outlet for all the frustrations I have in the real world. And I don't, I don't know that the frustrations that I have in the real world, please, friends, family who listen to this podcast, you know, it's not you you know it's the medical community and insurance that is the bane of my existence. But just in case I have to say it out loud, it's not you. So um, in D&D, if there's a character that I decide is going to be (laughs) my medical nemesis um, stand-in, that that, uh, being will be slain to the best of my ability, uh, slowly, painfully, and with many curse words. You guys may not know, but in the real world, I have a sailor's vocabulary. Um, I I have a, I just curse all the time. But I figured um, in a podcast like this, I don't know who's listening. I don't know what you prefer. And 
I just decided that it would be better to leave the vulgarity out. Uh, but trust me and never feel bad if you curse around me. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> and one of these days I'm going to record myself uh, popping off at, I don't know, traffic um, and something else. I've got ideas. I've <laughs> I could do another segment just on, you know, the cursing version of a lot of these podcasts. And um, maybe, maybe that would be funny. I'm laughing at it myself, but my husband always thinks that and gets a kick out, out of how much I can make my own dang self laugh. So um, thinking of a, of a comedy routine with all my cursing and medical and maybe doing some um, spoofs on some songs, but in medical terms, like uh, Rihanna's got the song, uh, The Witch, Better Bring My Money, Don't Tell Me You Forgot. So uh, it would be, Witch Better Bring My Pain Meds, Don't Tell Me You Forgot. Uh, there, there's a whole set of lyrics with that stuff. Um, just about any song I will uh, turn into a medical lyric song. I just haven't done that yet, but it's in there. It's in my head. Oh, the things in my head. Not the places I'll go, but lots of stuff is in there. So we have reached the halfway mark a little bit early. And I'm sure you can hear the extra gravel in my voice. If I don't put the air through, it goes real low. But I will speak better. I will speak lighter so that you can hear me. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I will give you my best tips and tricks and life hacks for seasonal allergies, aka cold. And no, it's not COVID. I've tested multiple times. So take a break, drink your water, take your meds, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. So I was going to talk more about my cold and see, look, I took my break and did a little magic and I'm sounding a little better, right? Okay. So maybe I'm not totally crazy. Uh, good news, I do not usually deal with the normal illnesses. I don't know. I've had the flu once in my life when I was in college. I don't really get colds all that often. I do get pretty significant allergies, and those are normal. Uh, but maybe my response isn't quite so normal in its severity because I can catch and be affected by poison ivy spores in the wind. So I'm acutely aware of when poison ivy is in pollinating season. And you know, as well as I do, that uh, lately seasons have been a little wiggity-whack and um, has thrown me off, but it's, it's there. And I think that's part of what's happening right now for me is that we are approaching spring and in my neck of the woods, we are having massive swings um, in temperature and things are blooming, things are freezing, things are going and trying again. And and my system doesn't even know what to do. And um, a while back I did, I tried those Zycam, like nose not um, swabs that help shorten a cold. And I had that for one of my adult kids that was really struggling. And um, 
they swear by them now that as soon as you feel a cold coming on, get those uh, Zycam nasal swabs and and use them as directed. Remember, I'm not a medical doctor. This is not medical advice. This is just my personal experience. And this is a stubborn child. I, I would never think that this would be the child to say, go and do this, but he does. So yay, Zycam nasal swabs, first line of defense. As someone with EDS and uh, also a person who's had multiple prolapse surgeries to repair prolapses, uh, probably the worst symptom that I can deal with is coughing and uh, because it affects a lot and it hurts like in places you don't expect it to hurt. So um, one of the things that, I don't know, it's an old wives tale, but for me it has helped um, is to put Vicks VapoRub on my, the soles of my feet and then wear socks over that. And um, I can pretty much swear by it that that really helps lessen the coughing at night. I also have my elevated bed, which doesn't hurt anything. Um, when you've got as much reflux, GERD as I do, and the mucus is in overdrive because the acid's in overdrive, um, having that elevated bed helps, as does the good old-fashioned saltwater gargle to break up that mucus and get it out of there. Um, if you're if it's constantly draining and it's making you like nauseated and things like that, that's also an issue <laughs> that you have to deal with. And um, the Vicks VapoRub, where it's traditionally supposed to be placed on your chest, might help. Um, they've got little pucks that you can put in the shower now that will help you breathe and steam. If you don't have a humidifier in your bedroom, just two days ago, my doctor was razzing me about not having a humidifier going. And I will be completely honest, and the reason it hasn't been going is because I have this belief, this fear, something that's been, been drilled into my brain that those things are like petri dishes of mold. And um, I know they have cold ones now versus warm ones, and they've probably made a lot of advancements, but I haven't quite gotten over the hump of, okay, if I use this, I have to really keep up with it so that I don't create a problem worse than what I'm trying to solve by using it. Um, in terms of moisture, if you do take a shower, um, highly recommend lathering yourself up with lotion. Since the skin is the largest organ, um, we want to keep all the moisture we can in the body. And so that's what we're doing. We're adding a sealant once we take a shower or a bath and everybody's different with what works best for them. Um, my hands get extremely dry to where I can't, um, my, my, my devices can't read my fingerprints. I had to reset them. And so I'll use O'Keefe's um, hand repair. It's more of a paste than it is a lotion. And I used to put cotton gloves over them. But then someone said, well, use the latex gloves that you have for all of your other stuff. And I do that a couple times a week and it's night and day difference. That latex acts more as a, as a heat activator. It 
doesn't absorb any excess. It just keeps pushing it into my hand. And so that was a really good tip that someone gave me that has saved my hands quite a bit. And temperature definitely, I think, affects a lot of things like having that heat activated you know, glove and, and hand, but also the heated mattress pad. If you don't want just a very direct heating pad, I really love that. My bones kind of sink into it and it helps with the EDS pain. Um, and I don't know, I recently learned that there are different kinds of beanies. Hear me out here. There are beanies that have like a fleece lining in them. And uh, wow, that adds another layer of warmth, especially when on a very windy day um, that I have come to greatly appreciate. And maybe it's because I'm using that, that my hair feels extremely dry. So at night, I've started wearing a satin bonnet and it's helped a lot because I am losing my hair and um, I know that at night is when, you know, there's a lot of pressure on my head from the pillow and going back and forth and it can take out some hair. So using the bonnet and it makes me feel better um, about that and then also keeping whatever moisture I might have in my hair there instead of it going to the pillow to be absorbed. If your issue is allergies, uh, another tip that I learned from the AC heating repair guy was uh, to uh, change my filter for my furnace and AC unit every month. Don't invest in the $45, $50 heavy-duty filter. What that really does is constricts the airflow and makes your system work harder and break down faster. Um, he said that it would be better to buy the cheaper, if not cheapest, filter and then just replace it every month because it will get uh, the the to- the toxins is what I wanted to say, but the allergens and things. And if you're able to change it more frequently, your system is running um, more effectively and you're still being protected. So that was a suggestion that I took to heart and it seems to work really well for our family. I also have a really super stretchy fabric covers for our furniture and I do that so I can wash it on the regular uh, for anything the dogs bring in. And there are times during the year that I put a um, some wipes right by the door where the dogs come in and out and it's not raining or anything, but I wipe them down as they're coming into the house. I wipe them down as we're coming back from the dog park and I always change my clothes because that can just have a bunch of allergies. And thankfully, our laundry room is is the first thing you get to when you come in to our house from the garage. So it's very handy to strip clothes there and get some new things on. So whatever allergens are on me, I can get off right away. I am extremely thankful for Ivy Benadryl. Uh, that has been a game changer for me whether it's because of the mast cell activation, just regular old allergies um, and autoimmune responses to stuff. For The Benadryl IV has helped me greatly. Uh, this time of year, I'm 
always eager to increase the dose. And so far, my doctors have said, nah, you deal with it. <laughs> and I'm just, okay, fine. Um, so if you're able to take Benadryl or some other over-the-counter medication for allergies and it helps you, uh, bonus, one thing that a doctor once told me was to get the 12-hour medication, not the 24, because in general, our bodies aren't really good about um, releasing that in that long of a time. And she said that just taking one twice a day would help your body much more. Her words, that's advice that, that I passed along to my husband and I only buy the 12-hour version for him when his allergies hit and he just has to take it twice a day. Um, so there's that little tip trick that we use in our lives. I do have people in my life that swear by the neti pot. I've never tried it. It seems like a lot for me. I don't know what my hesitation is. Um, but if that's something that you've tried, if you have a favorite one or some tips or tricks on how to make that go successfully, I would love to hear them because I'm just not real sure about that one. And with the majority of the things that we've been talking about, you can shop online for them. You could use Instacart. You could join them. And I have a, a link in the uh, description, but you can get free delivery to from any store, wherever you want, um, by following that link and joining Instacart. It could ease a lot of problems if you're not feeling well to be able to use that. So make sure you look at it, check it out, and um, I'd be appreciative if you did. Also, I would love to hear your tips and tricks for allergies as spring is coming. Um, I know I have not exhausted all of that and I know I will also get a million and one suggestions on um, social media should I be daring enough to ask a question, but I'm not because I don't have enough of a thick skin. Um, somebody's going to try tell me to try to eat seaweed and I'm just going to like be Hades in, in the uh, Hercules from Disney. I know! Like I haven't already tried this stuff, people. So, <laughs> but I do want to hear from my people, the people that listen to this podcast. I want to hear what you've got going on. So contact me at gotanyspoons at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. You are not alone and you are loved. So I will talk to you again Friday for our fabulous Friday. And um, until then, have a great week. All the love.